Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. We could try to explain what it feels like to get your work done on a John Deere. The way a Z-Track mower finishes in half the time you thought it would. Or how much easier it is to move mountains of soil with a 1-Series tractor. We could even go into detail about how it feels to tow up to 4,000 pounds behind a Gator XUV. But if you really want to know what it's like to run with us, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining me this week. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and author who's been hosting the Money Girl podcast since 2008. My most recent title is Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. The book was a number one Amazon new release, and I wanted to share a couple of verified reviews with you for the book. Bill says, a must-have reference guide for any freelancer or self-employed person. Money Smart Solopreneur stays on my desk as a reference guide, helping me quickly understand many of the sometimes intimidating aspects of owning a business. Instead of trudging for hours through the internet, Laura's deep knowledge and practical approach make it easy to understand even the most daunting subjects within minutes. Solopreneur has boosted my confidence in owning my own business and has allowed me more time to do what I do best. Hallie says, seriously life-changing for my business. I'm not completely finished with the book, but it's already provided me with so much value and significantly lessened my anxiety and stress when it comes to facing money management in my business. With so many videos, blogs, courses, etc. out there, I feel like this book cuts through it all and gives you the essentials and lesser-known tips that tend to get lost in a lot of other resources. There are some productivity tips in there as well that I've adopted and use on a daily basis. I couldn't recommend this book enough. Well done. Wow, Bill and Haley, if you're listening, thank you so much. And if you're also considering self-employment or currently building a solo or small business, grab a copy of Money Smart Solopreneur as a paperback, ebook, or audiobook. Here on the podcast, my mission for Money Girl is to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build wealth, and have more security and less stress. If you're enjoying the show or you've got a money question, maybe about your personal finances or your small business, leave a message 24-7 on the voicemail line. Just call 302-364-0308, or I would love you to shoot me an email. You can contact me directly using my contact page at lauradadams.com. Today, I've got a great show for you. It's episode number 732, called What Should You Do With an Old Retirement Plan? I want to thank Michael B., who inspired the show. He says, Hi, Laura. I'm a longtime listener of the podcast. I recently changed jobs and am seeking advice on what to do with my 401k. I can't participate in my new employer's plan until I've worked there for a year. 
what are my options for managing the funds in my account with my previous employer and the pros and cons of each? Thank you, Michael. This is a great question. I've podcasted about it before, but it's been quite a while. I know many people are in similar work transitions and are unsure what to do with their retirement money. And even if you're not changing jobs anytime soon or, you know, are not even thinking about it right now, don't miss this show. It's really critical to get familiar with retirement account rules so you know how to handle it wisely if you do leave an employer. So stay with me. Fortunately, when you have a workplace retirement plan, like a 401k or a 403b, you can take your vested balance with you when you leave your job. It doesn't matter if you quit you got fired, you got downsized, it doesn't matter. All the same rules apply no matter why your employment comes to an end. First, I want to briefly review why you should use a retirement account in the first place. Investing money using one or even more retirement accounts is smart because they come with terrific tax advantages. If you're using a traditional retirement account, you're allowed to defer taxes on contributions and investment growth until you take withdrawals from that account in retirement. And if you use a Roth account, your contributions are taxed upfront, but you get to avoid all tax on your investment growth in the account, giving you tax-free withdrawals in retirement which could add up to a massive tax savings. The bottom line is that investing under the umbrella of a tax-advantaged retirement account helps you accumulate a bigger balance than with a taxable brokerage account. So if you've got a retirement plan at work and you're not participating, now is the time to enroll. You want to contribute as much as you can, even if it's just a small amount right now. But make a goal to increase your contributions annually until you're regularly investing at least 10 to 15% of your pre-tax gross income. A common mistake I see employees make is thinking that once they leave a job with a retirement plan, that they can't continue enjoying the tax advantage benefits. Nothing could be farther from the truth if you handle the account properly. Once you're no longer employed by a company that sponsors your retirement plan, you have five options for managing your money. So are you ready to cover them? Let's get into it right now. The first option you have for an old retirement plan is to cash it out. Cashing out a retirement plan after leaving a job is the easiest, but absolute worst option. Why? Well, because if you're younger than age 59 and a half, it is considered an early withdrawal, requiring you to pay income tax plus a 10% penalty. Here's an example. Let's say your 401k has a $100,000 vested balance, and your average tax rate is 30%. After you account for the additional 10% penalty, you're going to lose 40% of your retirement funds, leaving you with just $60,000. That is a terrible, terrible loss. So my recommendation is to never, ever cash out a retirement account. Also, note that if your retirement account balance is low, maybe like $1,000 or less, the plan custodian may automatically cash you out. If so, they do have to withhold 20% for taxes, although you could owe less or more to the government. 
The plan custodian will file Form 1099-R to document the retirement distribution and then pay you the balance. Then you settle any difference in taxes that you owe or should get refunded on your next tax return. The only pro for cashing out a retirement plan is convenience, I guess, but it certainly comes at a massive cost. And as I mentioned, the huge downside is paying a hefty income tax and penalty, leaving you with much less for retirement. Okay, your second option for an old retirement plan is to keep it. Most retirement plans allow you to keep money in the account after you're no longer employed. However, you typically have to maintain a minimum balance, such as more than $5,000. So if you don't have the minimum, but you do have more than the cash out threshold that I mentioned, the custodian typically has the authority to transfer your funds into an IRA or individual retirement account in your name. Now, leaving money in an old retirement plan is certainly better than cashing out, but it doesn't give you as much flexibility as other options I'm going to cover. The company could radically change their plan or even go out of business without you knowing what's going on. So I only recommend leaving money in an old employer's retirement plan if it's a stable company, you love the investment choices, and it charges low fees. Just make sure the plan will not charge higher fees once you're no longer an active employee. Another reason you might want to leave retirement money in an old employer's plan is if you're unemployed or you've got a job that doesn't offer a retirement account, or maybe you're like Michael and just haven't qualified yet to enroll in a retirement plan at your new job. The main pro for leaving retirement money in an ex-employer's plan is that it stays invested and growing. The downside is that you can't make new contributions because you're no longer employed by the plan's sponsor. However, you can still manage the account as you wish by selling or buying investments that are already inside the account and just simply allowing the existing balance to grow. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... 
I have a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Option number three for an old retirement account is to do an IRA rollover. The IRS allows you to withdraw some or all of your balance in one retirement account and transfer it to another eligible retirement account, which is called a rollover. However, to avoid taxes and penalties, the accounts have to be compatible, such as transferring a traditional 401k to a traditional IRA. In other words, you can't roll over a pre-tax traditional 401k to an after-tax Roth IRA without paying taxes on that full amount. However, you could transfer a Roth 401k to a Roth IRA. Again, it just has to be a tax-compatible account. Here are some pros for rolling over a workplace plan to an IRA. You have more control. You choose the financial institution and the investments for your IRA. You have more flexibility. If needed, you can tap your funds before the official retirement age of 59 and a half more easily than you can with a workplace retirement account. Now, I don't recommend tapping the funds, but again, you've got a little bit more flexibility with an IRA. Some cons for doing an IRA rollover include having fewer legal protections. Depending on your home state, assets in an IRA may not be protected from creditors, but workplace plans are covered by the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974, which is known as ERISA for short, E-R-I-S-A. That federal law does not allow creditors, except the federal government, to touch your retirement account balance. Another downside is having income limits for a Roth IRA. Unlike a Roth at work, you're ineligible to make Roth IRA contributions when you earn above an annual threshold. So if you're a high earner and you do a Roth IRA rollover, you won't be allowed to make new contributions to that Roth IRA. However, you can still manage the balance and enjoy tax-free investment earnings. The main rollover rule you've got to follow is completing it within 60 days. If you miss that 60-day deadline and you're younger than age 59 and a half, the transaction would be considered an early withdrawal subject to income tax and that additional 10% penalty that I mentioned. But completing a rollover to a tax-compatible account within the 60-day window means you pay no taxes or penalties. Okay, your fourth option for an old retirement plan is to roll it over to a new workplace plan. 
Michael mentioned that he has a retirement plan at his new job, but he can't sign up until he's worked there for a year. Most 401ks and 403bs do allow a rollover from your old employer's plan once you're eligible to participate in the new plan. So check with your benefits administrator about what is possible. And just like an IRA rollover, you need to complete it within 60 days to avoid tax and penalties. Here are some pros for doing a workplace-to-workplace rollover. It's certainly convenient. I think having all your retirement savings in one place may make it easier to manage and track your investments. You may be able to take early withdrawals. Retirees can actually begin taking penalty-free withdrawals from workplace plans as early as age 55. You can avoid Roth income limits. As I mentioned, unlike a Roth IRA, there are no income restrictions for participating in a Roth plan at work. You get more legal protections. As I told you about ERISA, that federal regulation does not allow creditors, except the federal government, to touch your balance when it's in a workplace plan. And being able to take loans. In some cases, workplace plans will allow you to borrow money from yourself and repay it with interest over a set term, such as five years. Now, here are some cons for moving money from one workplace plan to another. Having less flexibility. While loans may be possible, you can't withdraw from a 401k or a 403b until you leave the company or qualify for a specific allowable hardship. So I'd say compared to having money in an IRA, you're going to have more restrictions on tapping the account. But in my mind, that might be a good thing because you really should not be tapping it. You have a little less control. You may have fewer investment choices or even have to pay higher fees than an IRA, depending on your employer's chosen brokerage firm. And lastly, your fifth option for an old retirement plan is to do a rollover to a self-employed retirement account. So if you left a job to become self-employed, having an IRA is a great option. However, the main pro for moving money into an account for the self-employed, like a solo 401k or a SEP IRA, is that they allow much higher annual contribution limits. And I'd say the main con for transferring funds to an account for the self-employed is that it may not give you as many legal protections as a workplace plan, depending on the state where you live. Michael, the best place for your old retirement money depends on the flexibility you want, the legal protections you think you might need, and some other considerations include the quality of your old employer's plan, your income, and whether you've got a new job with a retirement plan that accepts rollovers. The goal is to position your retirement money where you can keep it safe and allow it to grow using low-cost, diversified investment options. And if you've got any questions about doing a rollover, either to an IRA or to a new workplace plan, you want to contact your old retirement plan's custodian. They can discuss the pros and cons and walk you through the entire process to make sure it goes smoothly and that you don't break any rollover retirement rules. 
Michael, I hope I laid out the main pros and cons that will help you make the best decision. Thanks again for the question. And before we go, I want to invite you to connect with me. If you're not connected on Twitter, my handle there is Laura Adams. Check me out on Instagram at Laura D. Adams. And again, go to lauradadams.com. That's my personal website where you can use my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and online courses. That's all for now. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Brendan Pika. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bottom up, up, up. Bell one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 1231 24. Excludes tax, must opt in rewards.